G'day Trendsetters, welcome to episode 542 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com or you can just send me through an email, tim at trainsmove.com and I try to remember on just about every episode that little description in the um, little show notes if on your, each episode, have a very quick description on what's in the episode. And then at the end, I have um, an email address. So all you got to do is click on that little uh, email address and start typing away, saying, Timmy, I've got a question for you, big fella, and start typing away, and I'll get instant gratification. Well, you'll get instant gratification knowing that you're helping me. So it's been a bit of a crummy week this week, but it did you, did uh, it did come good for me today. It was a good day. I got finally got a man come out and fix my treadmill. About two months ago, my treadmill broke. It would just um, come on and off, on and off, on and off. And treadmills are one of those things, for me anyway, I, I never enjoy running on them. But when I um, need to run on it or want to run on it, to me, it's just worth its weight in gold. It's generally shocking weather outside, strong winds, and I just go, oh, I don't want to run in that. Or pouring with rain, oh, I don't want to run in that. Or there's time restraints. And jumping on the treadmill ticks a lot of boxes. Like just like the other a week ago, I had um, a repairman come around fix the uh, dishwasher. And if my treadmill was working, I could have just been on that treadmill. He would have, you know, rang the doorbell. I would have rang up, ran upstairs quickly, pointed to the dishwasher, say, "Do your best." Run back downstairs, jump on the treadmill, and finish off my run. It, it would have just taken a lot of stress off that day for me. But um. But you would think it wouldn't be that hard to get a, a repairman to come out and fix a treadmill. It's I got to, I got told oh, it's a two week wait to get someone out there. And right, that's fine. I'll book it in. And that was two months ago. I kept ringing up and ringing up and ringing up, and then I ended up ringing up all these other people around the place. And I'm thinking, well, oh, you know, no one's doing treadmills, but this one one company. And I said, um, so I started calling other, you know, just random companies. I know you do air conditionings, but um, you guys wouldn't do treadmills at the same time, would you? You think it's all electronics, you know, how hard you'd be. If you could just point out what's wrong with it, I'll order the parts and I'll get you to come back in and you can install it. No, no one. Anyway, I finally got a fix today. So I'm super happy. The guy came out, it was a super easy problem. Um, you know those the emergency stop buttons on treadmills that you attach to your shirt. No one really ever uses them, but they're they're there. It, it corroded underneath, and that was causing the issue on my treadmill, which is which is crazy. I don't know how that happens. I know we sweat a lot on these things, but I have alcohol wipes in my uh, man cave. So every time we I do a gym session or I, do, I jump on a treadmill, everything gets wiped down with these alcohol wipes, just like you see in a gym. And so I don't know how this corroded. Maybe it was the alcohol wipes that got into it. But anyway, it's all fixed now. I'm super happy. And... Um, and it, yeah, I even looked at joining the gym up the road to, for. Uh, oh, I said, bugger it, I'll join a six-week um, membership up the road just so I can use the treadmill if and when needed. And that became a hassle trying to get a membership there because there was no one there on the t- two days that I turned up to get a membership. And then I thought, bugger it, I'll hire one because I've done that in the past. And the guys run out of um, machines to hire out. He, he, I would have had to wait a little while, and it was like a fair income. 
Anyway, it's all good now. Today's question, Jeffrey, from Jeff, who jumped onto the website, trainsmove.com, and typed away, he wrote, you mentioned a few times about filming your filming your swim so you can analyse it and make changes to your technique. However, the pool I go to won't allow cameras. I'm a self-coached I'm a self-coached triathlete and swim 100s on 210. Uh, two minutes ten per hundred. What is the next best? way to improve my technique without hiring a swim coach due to budget restraints um there, there's a few things you could do now I've, 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 if you've heard me say it, if you've heard me say that you know the biggest bang for your buck when it comes to um well the swim um to improve your swim technique, even if you have a swim coach that's on pool deck, you're going to get a lot of benefit from actually getting someone to film you swim. I'm not just to walk up the the pool deck with the camera in their hands, watching you from what what's going on from the outside, but actually getting a camera underneath the water so you can see yourself front on, from the side, um, and from from behind, and what's going on on top as well. Um, so what i do and what i recommend is never ask permission it's never ask permission always ask for forgiveness so every swim session i carry my gopro with me every single swim session i don't get to use it very often um some some weeks i'll use it a lot and then others i don't use it you can go a month without using it um but what I do is I keep my GoPro in the f- in the sole foot area of my um, swim fins, and I keep like a little weighted uh, anchor thing for the GoPro in my other foot anchor of my other foot, um, the sole foot area of um, my fins, and they just sit there. I pull side and I swim up and down, and if an opportunity comes. Uh, meaning, you know, there's no lifeguards floating over top of me. There's no generally if if there's I, I don't do it if there's women in the lanes next to me or in the same lane as me, and I don't do it when there's kids any within cooey distance of my lap, just because I'm paranoid. I see that an opportunity comes that you know my lane's free. Prefer hopefully the two lanes next to me are free. If not. It, probably just a couple of you know old dudes swimming up and down um i just grab that camera i sink it to the bottom of the pool i swim 200 meters i then hopefully look to put it in a different location if i can meaning like from the side hanging hanging you know one lane over on the side if i can swim swim 100 meters i'll then put it on top um, at the pool deck looking up backwards and I'll hide um, you know I'll put a pool buoy and um, my, my fins and all that over top of it to camouflage it then I swim another 100 metres to get the top angle and then I put it away I don't muck around with it and I, you know I'm not posting crap all over the internet with it either it, it, it stays quite private um, I've never asked permission. I've never looked for signs or um, policies or anything on it because I don't want to know. So I don't need to lie to them. <laughs> I, I can tell them the truth. Go, oh, I didn't know that, mate. Sorry, I had no idea. And I'm able to view my footage. 
that's the way I do it. That's the way a number of athletes I coach do it. Um, and it works a treat. However, if you most definitely can't film, there are other ways to go about it. And you can also look for opportunities too when um, you you know when it's warmer months, and you can might be able to get into some open water, and you can pick a a nice little clear, clean area to swim. You might be able to talk someone to drop a phone in for uh, drop a phone. God. Easy for me to say. Drop a like a, a sports waterproof camera in under, and you can sw- you know sw- swim towards it, swim away from it, swim to the side of it. You know, try and get and have a look at it that way in open water if you can. Um, that that's always an option as well. However, there are other ways you can do it. Doing uh, um, you know, let, let's take away the uh, the quick obvious. Just work on you know part of your warm ups. Let's say you're swimming three days a week. Two of those swims, you, as part of your warm-up, you might add some drills. Um, and, to, and you're trying to see what drills you get, you're feeling more and better with, um, you're seeing improvements with, so you can kind of get an idea. It's um, not the best options, but there, there's that. Um, and, and some drills, you go, wow, I can instantly feel a difference when I do that. Um, a, a really, really good option is finding um, a lifeguard that um, that could, that knows swimming, and most of them have come through squads and 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 spent years swimming, and they're just do, half of them are still you know college, university, that sort of stuff, and they're just doing the, doing this till they move on to that next phase of their life so you you know you you pinpoint one you preferably just the one and just say look if can you just have a look at my swim and see see what i'm doing right see what i'm doing wrong see where i can work on and they're bored crapless they they're just you know hoping someone's going to die around them to make the day go a little bit quicker for them they're just bored crapless there so they'll go oh yeah all right and then they'll just give you they'll give you some of the you know they'll give you a hundred dollars worth of free coaching if you want to you know just say to them look every time i'm here just have a glance i'm not asking you to walk up and down the poolside with me but just have a little look see what i'm doing and just give some little tips every now and again and just buy them a you know a carton of beer every now and again or, or a bottle of jack jack daniels or something just say thanks very much cobber that that's that's a really good option it's it's I, i've done it in the past I, i've i've harassed um in the early early days of me um, into triathlon um i'd harass a couple of lifeguards and and I got some really good advice from them. Really, like, and they instantly, um, you'd take like five, eight seconds per hundred off by just doing one little thing that they've told me to do. So it's it's a lot. It's very valuable, um, free, cheap asset to, of doing that. Just just go harass them, and you, or you don't even need to buy them a bottle of grog if you don't want to. You just bring. You say, what do you drink, mate? Coffee? You know? Can I bring you a cupper in next week? Or next week when I'm in, you you know you can do that. It's nice and cheap. So, um, but but that's kind of kind of where I would be heading if if you're self coached. If you can jump in with some master in a masters group or or something and swim with them, a lot of the master swim coaches 
don't give a lot of technique advice. They'll give a bit here, bits there, but they're not really spending too much time, you know, telling you to, but, you know, you know, engage your core more. They'll say all that sort of stuff, but they're not giving you those final tips that often. And they will, especially, you know, if they see you more than enough, but but that can also be a um, very valuable tool to um, swimming with a masters i hope that helps if you guys have any other questions jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com until next episode hooroo